school again. Yeah, it's me taking you savages to school again. I rule again. Women, I prepare my food again. What up, what up, people out there? This is DJ Quest One. Happy New Year, everyone. 2023. Let's get it, y'all. 2022 is behind us. Moving to the bigger and better things. Thank you for listening to the Drive Podcast and to the last episode about the Book of Joe. Uh, I was going to talk about holiday stuff. I didn't talk about any holiday stuff uh, uh, because I kept talking about the book. I'm currently reading the Angie book, The Voice, Angie Martinez, The the Voice of New York. Uh, Almost done with it. Very good, very good book. Very, uh, she talks about her career and the ups and downs and a lot of good quotes on it that I'll talk about. Once I'm done reading it, I'll go ahead and, uh, and go over it with you. Because I want to do also going over books on some of these episodes that you can listen to and seeing if you want to go in that direction. Today's topic, we're going to talk about football, concussions, and the young man who, uh, who got hurt, um, who's in a coma right now. Hopefully, or I, I think he's recovering, I'm not sure, but they're saying that the, the machine is breathing for him. Place with the Buffalo Bills. Yeah, his name is uh, Damar Hamlin. Prayers going out to him. Hopefully, um, he gets better. Basically, what happened was he was playing and he tackled. They were playing the Bengals. Buffalo Bills were playing the Bengals on Monday night. And he tackled uh, one of the players, one of the receivers from uh, the Bengals. And as he got us, he tackled him, you know, fell to the ground. You know, he got up and then collapsed. And so they're saying that it could be a heart problem, but they're not sure what happened. But the reason I want to talk about this is that, you know, when these players are going out make millions of dollars, does not mean that just because they make millions of dollars, they can put their body body in danger. It doesn't it doesn't work that way. So your body is a covenant, you know. And I say you have to take care of it. Whatever you feed yourself and whatever your your back your your underlying issues, your family background. I don't think that the uh, NFL does a thorough physical on someone especially when it comes to them putting their lives on out there their line on uh, the putting their lives out in the line that anything can happen they can be paralyzed it's a very rough sport it's not just go out there and play like you get hit and the the Tua when he had a concussion and he went back in the game that wasn't called for I mean NFL is a billion dollar business that they're, that they're running that these guys can't you know I'm why don't you just end the season like stuff like this you know, is it going to be, how's the, how's the playoffs going to be? You know, what did Roger Goodell do? You know, the game was suspended. They still have to replay that game, but which was a good call that the coaches didn't want it. They didn't want to go back on the field after that happened because that's someone's life you're dealing with, you know? So hopefully, uh, the, the, the young man will, will recover. That's all we can hope for, you know? They're saying that the machines, well, I read the machines were helping him breathe, but I hope that he does, uh, he does recover. Hope, you know, prayers to him and his family. That's something, that's, that, that'll change someone's life around. Especially if he gets out of the coma or whatever he's in right now, the state he's in, probably won't ever play again. You know, he has some type of condition and it happens, you know. That's why also it's important to go to college. If you get a free scholarship, some of them, some of these players don't go all the way, all, all you know, three years, four years. They only go two or three years and then turn pro. 
an NBA too. NBA is not a promised career. You know, not everyone's going to be Jordan. Not everyone's going to be Tim Duncan. Not everyone's going to be Magic Johnson or or even uh, or Cole, you know or or LeBron. Not not everyone's going to be like that. And the way it is, it's like that. You know, for NFL, it's it's easier to make a team versus the NBA. You know, there's almost like 500 players that go for the NBA for the draft out of the whole college and only like 50 get chosen or something like that it's crazy so it's like you have to be really good or you have to know someone sometimes when you know people it works out for your benefit networking y'all networking doesn't mean that you're kissing butt it means that you're networking so but changing the subject um yeah i mean going back to to tomorrow i hopefully I mean, I just hope that the NFL can have a different protocol. Because let's say you do have a heart condition and you're going out playing. And and for that player, he wants to hide it. Because he wants... That's his ticket. That's his meal ticket. That's that's what's going to get him out of wherever situation he's in. That's going to help his family out. Now, I'm not knocking at people that want to do better for themselves. But if you know you have an underlying condition or something, then maybe it's best you don't play. Because stuff like that can happen. So... Um, I ho- hopefully, hopefully he recovers, and will be it will be a better situation for for him and his family, and you know, moving forward, the NFL could do something about doing a, a real physical on a player. What's their underlying condition? What's their family background? Background? Because some you just never know. It's just like a. Um, what was that one player that had a heart condition um, and collapsed? Uh, Reggie, uh, what was it? He played for the Celtics. And people don't talk about it. Uh, Reggie, what, what was his last name? He collapsed and died. Uh, back in the 90s. His name was first name was Reggie. He played for the Celtics. I can't remember his last name. But there you go. That too. And NBA, all, all major league sports should do it. Even baseball, all all major leagues should do it. So, covering a little bit of sports, getting into uh, baseball. Uh, the Astros won the championship, y'all. How about that? I'm a little late. I'm a little late. All the people that were saying they were cheaters. All the people that were saying, y'all don't deserve a championship. They went and won it. That the best pitching. That the best pitching the whole season. I knew um, they were going to take it off. I was like, they, they're, they're destined to just take it. Especially some plays that went on, like like Alvarez hitting the home run, the walk-off home run against Seattle, and Pena hitting the home run, you know, with the, went to like 17, what, six, 17 innings. I mean, that was a great game. And then, uh, of course, they played the Yankees and just swept them under the rug. You know, the Yankees in the 90s, late 90s, early 2000s was a team to beat. They won so many. They were always in the playoffs. They beat everybody. But this is the time when uh, the Astros were in the National League, so they never really played them. But, man, I'm glad they're in the American League now. Boy, I tell you what. Uh, you know, I was a fan back then with the with the, with the the Killer Bees. I just never thought they were. I mean, they had Andy Pettit, Clemens. I just... And they were already a little over the. They were over the hill. I just think that they could have. They just couldn't. They couldn't do it. They couldn't be down on five when they went and played the, the White Sox. They just could not beat them. And and then, and then, oh, the first game went went a lot of innings. It's just 
I just I saw that they were doing good. I you know I was believed, but I just didn't know if they had what it took to win it all. And man, they won it all, and and they're still good. And of course, key players. Uh, Verlander left, as 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 you know, he wanted a big contract. He wanted forty million. This guy right here, go. Someone, sorry guys, I'm driving to work right now. And this guy just crossed in the medium, and I'm trying to turn. And I'm just like, what are you doing? Like, this is not a walking. This is not a walkthrough. That's why it's called the drive, because I'm driving. <laughs> but um, anyways, uh, yeah, it 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 uh, it was it was one of those things that this Verlander pitcher, who's been hurt for about a year and a half, he came back, he won a Cy Young Award, and he decides that he wants a contract because his contract was over. And um, well, let me tell you. Astros offered him some money. He wanted more. But what what do you think though? You have a championship caliber team. So he ended up he ends up going to the Mets. And uh, going to the National League. And the National League is back. As a matter of fact, it would the Astros were in the National League. It would be different. It'd be a different um It'll be a different uh, situation for the Astros because there's a lot of good teams over there. You got the Braves, you got the Phillies, you got the Padres, you got the Giants, of course, and then you got the Dodgers. Like it's stacked over there, so they're beating each other up. I'm not saying that the, that the American League is not bad. You do have good teams. You have Boston. You have you do have uh, um, the Seattle Mariners that are young. Rangers are trying to come up. You have the um, who else is 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 going to be uh, the Cubs are looking pretty good too. They made some, they made some moves. So it's going to be it's going to be fun season to watch uh, this year. But congratulations to the Astros. They won it. Um, Verlander left, but they still have good pitching. You still have the starting rotation would be Garcia, um, Christian Javier, and Freber Valdez. Those guys will start, and you still have Hunter Brown and McCullers. I forgot about McCullers. You have McCullers. Um, it's gonna be a great. It's gonna be a great season. Another great season. Can't wait till to March. You know, spring training will be coming up a couple months. So I can't wait. I can't wait for that. And hopefully um, they repeat. You know, a lot of people don't like the Astros, but hey, they're they're gonna be in it for a long time. They're all young. They're all in their twenties. You know, uh, Jaime uh, Jaime um, Jeremy Pena is only twenty four. Uh, Alvarez is only twenty five. Bregman's only 27. Um, Uncle Mike resigned. He's he's older though. He's 30. I think he's like 36, 35. But the rest of the gang, the pitchers, they're all young too. So I'm excited, you know. They're especially for the they still got one of the best pitch, uh, bullpen and pitching in in the in the whole league. That that they would definitely be in contention every year for the next four or five years. I'll tell you that right now. They, you know, great. It's very great. Uh, so, um, you know, hopefully, uh, you know, that there'll be a good season. But, yeah, there was a lot of season, a lot of off-season uh, moves. And, you know, Berlinger, Berlinger left. And you have uh, Trey Turner. Uh, not Trey Turner. Uh, Justin Turner left, too, as well. A lot, of, a lot of players have moved around. Swanson left, too, as well. He left the, the Braves. So, it's going to be interesting to see these, these new players. Um you know acclimating to their to their new team and what they're going to contribute 
Now, I wanted to just talk about Carlos Correa, who had got an offer for $350 million to the um, San Francisco Giants. And they found out about his, I didn't even know about his surgically repaired leg and said, nope, not interested. So they got the contract and they freaking voided it. And now the, the Mets want to sign him for 315. Here, here's here's the situation, y'all, when it comes about wanting to make more money when you're already rich. Okay? And 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 you know, you wanna you wanna make you wanna make what you're worth. And I understand that. I understand that. So he wanted with the Astros at the time, because he was a former Astros, and 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 it freaking blew up in his face because he could have been there, there'll be no Jeremy Pena. Jeremy put out, you know, Carlos would have stayed. It just makes me wonder, would he have been clutch like Peña? Peña was the only one really, you know, showing up from from the from the division, from the uh, Seattle to the Yankees to the Phillies. You know, he was there. So I just would, I would, makes me wonder, Correa signs, does he shine like Peña does? It's just, it's, it, and it works out. Everything happens for a reason. But last year during the offseason, the Astros offered him um, before the season started. So let's say 2021, going into 2022, before the season, they offered him um, $140 million. $140 million for like five years or six years. It was a lot. Right, he didn't want that. He wanted a ten-year deal. Right, he wants these long ten-year deals. About these baseball players, never works out. They play 162 games. It's a wear and tear on your body. I have yet to see a ten-year deal work out. A, I'm gonna take it back to A. Rod when he signed with the Rangers. Did that work out? So all these players that sign these long contracts, it never works out. So he said no, and he signs with the Twins. So. He says no, and he goes shopping, and no one signs him. He just has no luck in a free agency, to tell you the truth. Instead, he goes to the Twins. He comes back to the Astros. The Astros want to negotiate, and uh, Carlos says, "I'm going to negotiate. I'm going to talk to other people." He goes. He goes to the market. No one gives him an offer that he wants. Comes back to the Astros, and Astros are like, "Nope, we already have met Jeremy Pena." Right. So. Um, pretty much, he ends up signing with the Twins for like a two or three year deal that was just like versus the 29, 30 million dollars he would have made with the Astros or something like that. 29, 27, it just didn't make any sense. So now he's a free agent again and he's trying to sign, and no one's signing him right now because of his surgically repaired leg. Wow, I didn't know. I thought he had, I thought he had a bad back. I didn't know about the legs, so yeah, that's a risk because you're spending millions of dollars on a player that has a hurt leg. That's not a healthy leg. So it's ten years. It's not like five years or four years. So I don't think he's gonna get that. I think he's gonna have to settle for five or six. Let's see how it plays out because the Mets are probably not gonna give him that three fifteen for uh, for uh, I think uh, ten years. 315 versus the 
big pay cut from the 350 that he was offered. He would have been the highest uh, shortstop. And besides with the Mets, he's playing first base because they have Carlos Linder at shortstop. So he's screwed either way. Uh, I wish him the best. But, if you know, Carlos, if you're hearing this, don't be greedy. Don't be greedy. Sign a five-year deal. Why are, you, why are you going to pretend five is fine? And in the five years, sign another five year. I mean, come on. But it is what it is. Change the subject. Now I want to talk about... Uh, I want to talk about what everyone did in the holidays. I had a good holiday. My family came over. And first time in a long time. And we had a good time. New Year's was awesome as well. What is your New Year's tradition? I heard that you're supposed to wear red. Red for love. You're supposed to wear yellow for good luck. You eat the 12 grapes. So the 12 grapes is a Mexican tradition. You eat 12 grapes. And it's one, one grape per month. 12 grapes for good luck. And then you also have champagne. And also uh, black high peas too as well. It's like for good luck. So it's a lot of things. And also if you want to travel, you get the suitcase. And you walk down the street. Put some belongings in there that you, that, that, that you have. And put them in there. So that, that's that's interesting. That's an interesting uh New Year's, New Year's. Uh, if you guys made New Year's, New Year's resolutions, was what are you, what are your plans? Are you are you gonna follow through? My my thing was I wanted to run a half marathon and I just didn't do it last year. I just completely stopped working out. I I should have kept working out. I need to get back on the ball and running a couple of miles every other day just to get in shape. Again, remember your body is a covenant. You can't expect to be in shape. You can't expect to just be fine without having your body be exercised. So, just th- things to think about. I know the gyms are def- definitely going to be full right now for people wanting to get in shape. Remember, right about March, April, people start going. People stop going. But but it, it's uh, it's one of those things that you have to stay consistent with anything that you work at. And uh, I stop. You know, I, I I do music and I stop making music. But one of the things that happened, y'all, was the hip hop 101, hip hop history 101. Got over 8,000 followers. I'm definitely happy. If you on TikTok, if you guys had a chance, go to TikTok. And I have, uh, it's pretty much videos covering the four elements of, um, you know, hip-hop. Which is, you know, DJing, rap, and DJing, rap, graffiti, and breaking. Four elements. Beatboxing is the fifth element. But, if you get a chance, check it out. Um, and, uh, you know, hit that follow button. Hit that follow button. Um, last but not least, yeah, last, lastly, uh, I want to talk about takeoff being murdered here in Houston by this guy that was with Jay Prince Jr. Now, it's very sus. It's very suspect. What the kids say, it's very sus. That your friends, so Cuevo is friends with Jay Prince. They were hanging out during the day right so this happened in October as a matter of fact right around Halloween they came here and they went to go get some grills with the the guy the guy the one that does grills what's his name Jimmy or something uh Chang or something Chang something not Jimmy Chang uh Jimmy something anyways he uh he makes grills and um he, he made a grill for, for takeoff uh, that day, I want to say. And so later on that night, they were hanging out. They went to a strip joint. 
that guy that murdered him has strip joints in Houston, or he has a strip joint that he owns, I want to say. But they were hanging out, and it had to do with the dice game. Now, my question is, why are you playing dice and you have money? Like, just doesn't make any sense to me. Now, Drake, Jay Prince Jr. is the son of Jay Prince, which is the CEO of Rap-A-Lot Records. You know, such artists as the Ghetto Boys, Devin the Dude, Big Mike, um, Pimp C, UGK, Bun B, and so on and so on. You know, big lists. A lot of, lot of rappers. And, and Jazz Prince discovered Drake. Jazz wasn't there. Jay Prince Jr. was there. So there was an argument that ensued, and when that happened, then someone got snuffed. The video's on videos online. You can see them arguing, and someone left out, put a shot out. And when they did the shot out, and Takeoff was just—he was just a bystander. He wasn't even in the argument. He pretty much got hit being an innocent bystander, or affiliation with Quavo because of the the band, uh, the the rap group. Uh, Migos, right? So he gets killed, and that that place he got killed was right by the House of Blues. The House of Blues downtown, right right next to it is the bowling alley. So if you go upstairs, it's on the other side. It's actually you can see the bowling alley. Um, but yeah, I've been there. I, I know exactly where it's at. So so they um, <clears throat> they have. You know this argument, and he gets killed. So, Quavo, uh, Quavo takes uh, no. Quavo stays. Takeoff gets hit. They're shooting at each other. The, you can hear the shot. The gunshots ring out. And Jay, Jay Prince Jr. and his crew take off. Now my question is: If you're boys, if that's your homie, why do you leave? I, I that's 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 my question, and no one's at. You know. Why did you leave? If that's your boy, if that's if you if you're coming to Houston, visiting from Atlanta, hanging out, yes, you fight. You know the fight broke out, whatever. Someone gets shot. Why did you leave the scene? Why didn't you just stay? So now they caught this shooter that killed him, and uh, he had a bond at two million, and uh, he posted bond. They they lowered it to one million, which is like two hundred thousand. And someone bailed him out. He couldn't afford it. Now, who bailed him out? They said it in the news. Who bailed him out? We want to know who bailed him out. So, if that's your boy, do you stay? Like, I don't understand the logic behind someone getting killed on the floor and you walk over him. Jay Prince Jr. walked over his body. So, why... If that's your boy, do you leave? I don't understand that. So, because if he's your boy, you stay there. You stay there with him until he's okay and find out what the heck is going on. Not leave the scene. Completely leave the scene. Without any... You think there's not going to be any repercussions? Even the shooter could have stayed and said, Look, I shot the guy. The guy shot me. I'm not sure exactly what happened. It was a heated argument. But... When all in fairness, if that guy got shot, do you stay, you know, or go back and be like, drop your gun and be like, look, man, I didn't mean to shoot the guy. Or is he scared for his life? 
And things things like that happen, especially when someone gets when gets shot. You know, there's the pressure, the the uh, the uh, your nerves kick in, and you're trying to you're in survival mode, and I see that. So I can see them running scared because you know someone got shot. But if someone got shot, do you run or do you stay? Like. The right thing to do is to stay. Even if you get shot yourself, the right thing to do is say, look, I'm sorry, man, this shouldn't have happened. And stay. Because then you look like you won a render aid. You look like, you know what? That guy shot him. I didn't do it. And it didn't happen that way. And so they caught the killer, but now he's on bond. He posted bond. So don't tell him what's going to happen. And they don't say who, they didn't say who posted his bond. So that's another thing. Uh, shot, you know, prayers go out to, to take off. He was killed just being a, a bystander. Prayers to him and his family. Like, young young guy, too. I don't understand what happened. You know, there were it was a dice game that they were arguing. But, come on, people. You really have to get your... And then, Quavo's crew didn't have to shoot. They, start, they started to shoot. So, the, you know, Jay Prince's crew shot back. So... You know, there, there were, of course, they had guns on them, but it didn't have to go down that way. They could have settled it a different, different way, and Takeoff would still be living, would still be living now. And so it's sad. It's sad that that had to go down that way. And I hope that that uh, the family can get some peace, peace of mind, and get justice because no one should be be killed like that. That's just uncalled for. You know, just uncalled for. Oh, this this episode is a little longer than I than I expected, but thanks for li- thanks for uh, thanks for listening, y'all, to the Dry Podcast. Um, hopefully, listen to the next episode. Be great, y'all. Twenty twenty three, we're gonna get it. It's gonna be different. We're moving into a new direction, a new path, and the Dry Podcast is still here. Going on four years, baby. Four years. That's right. Peace out, y'all.